0: SheQuest Podcast is heart-opening dialogues for self-identify women on a SheQuest, a movement moving forward, striving to live aware, bold, and whole.
1: Welcome.
0: Hi, SheQuest. Welcome to SheQuest Podcast guest series. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. This series of podcast shows is titled Beauty of Relationship Help Yourself, Help Others. This month, we explore and dive deep in the beauty of relationships. And for me, that means going beyond our relationship with others and looking at the relationship we have with ourselves and our inner voices first. This month, I thought I would bring the podcast
2: close to home. I have hoped to interview my dad, my best friend my brother, and my husband, all my close relations. My hope is this, that through our guests this month, you start seeing that the relationship you have with others is a direct reflection of how you treat yourself and who you are. Also, how building a relationship with your inner voices can empower the relationship with yourself and your life. Today... (laughs) <laughs> I'm so very thrilled to have my husband, dad to my son, and love of my life, Scott Thompson, on the show. <laughs> Scott grew up here in Halifax with his mom and sister. And that's also where he went to school for dentistry right out of university. But when I think of him, I think so much more in terms of adventurous yet down-to-earth and passionate guy who is at his happiest surfing, cold waves of the Atlantic's, working on his catamaran in our garage. I love his engagement and dedication to our son. I feel so lucky we've been able to surpass the worst together. Five years ago, we lost our son Tommy unexpectedly, and three months ago, we've also lost Hannah, Scott's sister, to cancer. Through the highs, the low, and the in between, Scott and I have been riding our own waves. I guess the intention of this podcast is to talk candidly about um, going through a really tough situation as a couple and how this has affected our relationship. Hi, hello. Oh, <laughs> and I just aw. just so you guys get just a pic a little picture. It's Friday night here and. We're just in our sweats and we're having a drink. (laughs) And I also want to mention how like a big deal it is. I know you don't like talking and doing this type of things and you're doing it anyway. So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Um, So first, I always ask all my guests what makes you feel alive today. So I'm asking you.
1: Just doing the things that, that I like to do or that I love to do.
2: What is that?
1: You pretty much mentioned it already. Spending time with my family, doing fun things.
2: Yeah. And before I guess we just dive in the like the subject of uh, our conversation. Just can you tell us just about yourself and like how where did you grow up and how did we meet? (laughs) I love to hear you say the story.
1: Well, as you mentioned, I grew up in Halifax. When I finished dental school at DAL, I moved to Victoria in uh, British Columbia. That's where Estelle and I met. We had uh, spotted each other at yoga classes. And then finally, we saw each other at one night and started talking. And that was it.
2: (laughs) I love that your first words to me were, you're the yoga girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess let's we can just get into the topic and and I guess like my intention for just doing this conversation and also first off it's like grief is like so complex and it's like we're not giving advice or whatever. Like we're just saying how it played out for you. But um like what do you remember of like Tommy and like just that whole episode of our life, I guess.
1: Most mostly the good times. Um there were a lot of hard times he wasn't healthy a lot and he wasn't always feeling good he probably suffered a lot but I pretty well just remember the or I choose to remember the good times when he was happy and feeling good and laughing and smiling and having fun just being around us
2: yeah how do you remember like I feel sometimes like when I look back at NICU like the whole time like that was like so
1: that all to me it just feels like a blur yeah, yeah. me too I mean that was uh was a few months but once we got out of there there was a lot more time just at home just more or less normal time so that that's really what i remember the hospital is something i'll never forget but i really just see that as it it feels like a blur now
2: it was crazy to think that like i say it was like nine months old
1: (laughs) he was a baby too he was
2: a baby yeah and, like, what do you remember, like, if you think, like, do you remember, like, what did we do right, like, you think? Like, through this whole ordeal of, like, losing Tommy or, like?
1: Just, um, I guess just trying to move forward. Be happy and remember the good times and never forget him. But I'll, I'll always to pick, pick yourself up and keep moving. It's the way I dealt with it anyway.
2: And I feel like... I mean, we we're good at giving each other space. I think we were talking about that today.
1: Yeah, I think we do our own thing, and we have time together, and it's nice to have space, but have support too.
2: Um, I, I guess that was a lot of like of the uh, questions I get all the time. Is like, what did you think of the documentary?
1: I thought it was incredible. I loved it. I mean, I, I lived it, so I <laughs> kind of knew the story before it, <laughs> before it came out. But it was certainly cool to see it all on the TV and see it told as a story. Yeah, I thought that was incredible. But I guess for me, there were no surprises. I knew the beginning and the end, and, and um, I just thought it was really, really great to see how, uh, how you kind of arranged it and told the story and the visuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really proud of
2: you. Aw, thanks, babe. And I guess, like, what else would we, we do right, you think? I know it's hard. Like, I feel we can't really... Because remember, like, when Tommy passed, like, a lot of people, like, a lot, I feel, were like, this is the hardest thing you can go through as a couple. Like, I mean, one of the things I think sometimes is, like, can you imagine we'd been together for, like, a year and, like, this had happened to us? Like, I mean, we did have, like... As a couple, you know we did have a bit of a ground to stand on before all this happened. You know,
1: we did, but I don't know. I I don't know if that would have made a difference. I mean, maybe it would have, but the reality was that we just um, we tried our best to support each other, and neither of us were, neither of us. Luckily, neither of us were not willing to keep moving forward, and Mm -hmm. so that made it that made it easy. Maybe we were lucky that way. Maybe. If one person can't can't move forward, it's hard for the other person, too.
2: Mm-hmm. What uh, Talk to me more about, like, just surfing and stuff. Well,
1: oh. <laughs> surfing is great exercise. It's really fun.
2: What do you feel when some you're on your my, surfboard?
1: Some of my closest friends are in, into surfing, so it's time I get to spend with them. But I guess it's just when you catch a really great wave, you just living in that very moment. Nothing else matters. You're... And it's only for a short, maybe it only lasts 10 seconds, but you really just feel like you're in the moment and makes you feel great. And the other night, like last Monday, I was surfing and some days you don't get many good waves and some days you, you get a lot of good waves. And I was just out for about an hour before it got dark. And I swear I got probably one of the best waves I've had in years. And just the feeling after that was like, Hearts beating really fast and just was awesome. Keeps you going back for more.
2: <laughs> I love that. That's how I feel when I do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's always been like a, a good way, like we've been able to connect, even though it's like we don't do yoga together anymore. We don't surf together, but we get it. Yeah. You think so? We understand. And you now know. that we're just like, I mean, I think traveling is like a big for us too, like I think that's helped us. Like think of like going to Australia or like or just trips we've been on where we've been able to like do what we love and
1: yeah, I think it's great to be able to do that. You get to see other places and have a nice vacation.
2: And- <laughs> I'll always remember, like I remember, like maybe after Tommy passed away, like and we did like organ donation, and you were on the phone with this person and. They were asking us where Tommy had been. You remember? And he had been so many places. You remember that?
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: <laughs> like he had been to lucky. like.
1: They have more yeah. stamps in their passports when they were babies than most people have until they're an adult, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: that gives them a nice, nice perspective on the world. Good to see other things. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey there. Interrupting this incredibly heart-opening episode to let you know about my new art channel. If you're listening to this podcast as a SheQuiz member, this feature is included in the membership sisterhood community. Yay. More than 8 21 days of mindful art classes and curated topics for each class, such as 21 days of birds and butterfly, 21 days of love and loss, 21 days of women in power, and so on. Classes and programs are being uploaded on a monthly basis. If you aren't part of the membership and would like to try the art channel, this option is now available Use the coupon SHEART, that's
2: S-H-E-A-R-T,
0: all big letters, to get one month free. And tell the women and men you know and love about this stunning opportunity to develop a home art practice. SheQuest membership doors will open again in January. But until then, enjoy my art channel and say yes to creative living, yes to showing up, and yes to connection. Now, back to our ever expanding conversation.
2: I guess we've been lucky in that. I mean, it's got, it's made us stronger, even. I mean, if I look, you know, because it could have brought us apart, but it's made us closer, everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, what about your boat? My boat? Well, it's amazing. I yeah, mean, to think that's... like... Okay, I know you have this relationship with surfing, but you are—you have been building this boat for like eight years.
1: <laughs> well, very part-time. It's a hobby. I enjoy it. The, uh, it's quite different from my work because the pieces of wood never complain that what I'm doing is hurting them. <laughs> uh, and it, it's just... I like to, to watch it take shape, and someday it's gonna go in the water, and hopefully it will float. And uh, it's just just a hobby. You can't always surf; you got to do something else when there's no waves or you don't have time to go surfing. I can go out in my garage and tinker with it for a short amount of time, or sometimes I do it for all day. It's it's nice relaxation for me.
2: Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's like your hobby. It's pretty. Crazy to think, like the knowledge you've had to build, and
1: been a lot of head scratching, <laughs> <laughs> figure out what to do next.
2: Like eight years ago, like as it was a as it was a baby, and you were like, you got gonna think I am crazy, Right. I am like, you want to build this boat. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, twice
1: I didn't touch it for six months, so really it's only been seven years. In some weeks, I only work on it for two hours, so just takes time.
2: So I guess my next question is, do you think your hobbies help you somehow through what we've been through, like with Tommy and with your sister?
1: And um, Sure, you have to have time for yourself. My hobbies haven't changed. I've been doing the same kind of thing. I've been surfing for a long, long time. And before I started building the boat, I was building furniture and other things. So this was just a continuation of that. So I'm lucky to have some things i really like to do and in good times and in bad times you can do that to take your mind off everyday life so it's been been great for me
2: i love it okay what about so i know the the next questions you're like it's not your forte but i'm just gonna roll with it okay yeah. you ready okay. <laughs> okay uh your own favorite tools for self-growth
1: i never really thought about that i know
2: um but you know actually i was thinking about something like that we do that we kind of like and i don't want to take over the podcast or anything but like um you know when you're we're stuck in a car for like driving somewhere we like talk about our goals and like things like that i mean that's a good like ritual we do as a couple you know like where we're like like you know we're like
1: you have to have goals and you have to have a plan or in a vision of where you want to go If you don't have that then you can't make a clear path to self-growth
2: <laughs> yeah but you know like sometimes i make you like say things like you know what do you want to feel about like this certain area of your life or something you know when i make you do that
1: <laughs> uh, yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's good to do that as a couple like even be like okay where like in terms of like our family, like like even the, the stuff we want to do in the house. Let's say like rooms we want to paint or like renos or like whatever. And then like where we want to be personally, and then work wise, and then I mean it's those are good things to do, no?
1: I agree.
2: I don't know if I always do them in like that same book. And like once I look back, and like we had done like almost like three quarters of the things, you know, we've done.
1: It's like, a, it's like a business having a mission statement. Yeah. Mission statement. <laughs>
2: yeah. But I feel like we only do that when we're, like, stuck in a car. For like.
1: Well, it's a good time to do it. Got some downtime. Yeah. Sometimes you're too busy to be thinking about that.
2: Um. Okay, next question. How about things you do? And I feel like you just do them, like, instantly, but... So not it comes really natural to you, but things you do to ground yourself, like before a big day, or even like when you think in terms of dentistry and stuff. Because sometimes I know you have to do like big procedures and stuff.
1: Go over it in your mind before review what you need to, so you know what's what's ahead and what's all.
2: One thing I remember thinking is like, uh, how many people like you have to tell that you had lost like Tommy after like it must have been like so.
1: Yeah, but I mean, a lot of times um, people don't know me personally as much as like trying to make the, in my office, it's more about them, like Mm -hmm. what's going on in your life. Uh, There were certain people that I feel like I knew personally enough that I couldn't not tell them about Tommy, but a lot of people, it was just, you know, when you're making conversation, it was just easier not to bring it up because then they get all uncomfortable and... It just, you know, e- easier unless it was a personal friend or yeah. someone I knew well. I just didn't mention it.
2: Yeah, because I, anyways, you're really good at that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and sometimes I would think, shouldn't deny this happened or try to hide it, but sometimes it just didn't feel right to get into it, and sometimes it did. Mm-hmm. So go accordingly.
2: So I guess I have just a little last question. <laughs> okay Okay. do you have uh like uh something a saying you say to yourself like a mantra you say to yourself like
1: yes i don't know if i say the same thing every time but the gist of it would be you're about to get out of the car and go into work and (laughs) basically tell yourself to think positively like you can do this like Go get them, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. like being in the right frame of mind goes a long way to having a good day and being positive and all that sort of thing. So sometimes you just gotta, for me anyway, I just gotta tell myself to go get them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Um, your sister had said something so poignant. She had said, see the light. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna laugh at this one, but I'm just gonna ask it anyways. You have a favorite flower? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Maybe how the- about Daisy? I
1: don't
2: know. <laughs> you don't really like the flowers I put on the dinner table and I put them on there anyway. <laughs> I love
1: flowers. I like tulips.
2: Tulips. I like tulips too. <laughs> <laughs> um what about I want to ask a favorite book. I know you don't really read, but how about like a book you really like? Probably on surfing. I mean, you do read surf, like this journal, mm. surfing journal.
1: Um, some of my favorite books are usually um, I've read a few, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, is it Joseph Boyden? Oh, yeah. Books about World War One. I, I found those really fascinating. And then the other kind of books I like to read are usually tales of survival, like. One in particular I can think of it was called The Drift. It was about this guy who was in a sailboat that sank and he had to go into the life raft and it took him something like 80 days and he finally drifted across the Atlantic Ocean and he uh, had to catch fish and make his own fresh water and stuff like that. I, like, I find that really cool.
2: Which makes me think of our sailboat trip that we well, did a they, lifetime ago.
1: Thankfully we didn't. <laughs> Abandoned ship.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think of that trip. So, just to have a little background. So Scott and I we met, and was it a year and a half after? A year and a half. Mm-hmm. A year. A year and a half after. I think so. Scott convinced me somehow <laughs> to. I had never been on a sailboat. To do this sailboat trip from Victoria, B.C. to to we didn't know where at the time. I guess just down the coast, and uh, and then we were going to move to Halifax, where you're from. And I somehow agreed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we made it made it as far as San Diego, which wasn't that far. But for a number of reasons, we decided to cut the trip short at that point. But it was quite an adventure. We spent a few months. Traveling by sailboat and exploring all the different places along the way. And uh, it was not a very glamorous trip. It was kind of like.
2: (laughs) Or romantic.
1: It was kind of like (laughs) living in a minivan, the amount of space inside there. But it was pretty awesome a lot of the time, too. I look back on that as one of the, like a great, a great time in my life. Didn't have any responsibilities, work. It was a lot of freedom on that trip.
2: Yeah, I mean if I think sometimes I think like when's the time you felt the most free? And I think that I was
1: on that four or five months was probably one of those times for sure.
2: Yeah, and free it's funny because like freedom doesn't mean it was easy. Like I feel a lot of times like we thought it was really hard.
1: Yeah, it like, was exhausting. <laughs> it was exhausting.
2: And, it was and scary sick and it was, sometimes
1: it was scary.
2: You were so sick. highs and, and
1: lows. But looking back now, it's pretty easy just to remember all the great things about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow, that feels like forever ago. Uh, okay, so that's your favorite. But okay, what that's a question you'll actually like. Okay. <laughs> your favorite workout.
1: Favorite workout? I like exercising. I don't really do much exercise anymore. You do personally. too, though. I do things that are fun. I don't. Yeah. I quit going to the gym when Isaiah was born. I used to when I was younger I used to go to the gym all the time, but now i I just like to do fun things. I play hockey a couple times a week I surf if I'm lucky once or twice a week and um do stretches and things and then we have a cardio machine i like I like the feeling of having you know your heart rate pumping and gasping for air it's It's good for you, but I don't work out anymore.
2: Well, you yeah, se, I know. not Sorry. formally yeah, yeah. Okay. We got hockey and surfing. Let's
1: yeah. try to be active. Yeah.
2: Oh, I think you're like the last question, the best.
1: Okay, what is it?
2: What's your favorite drink?
1: <laughs> favorite drink, beer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I about a rum and coke? I like
1: that. I like I like you don't, gin, drink I like I <laughs> don't drink coffee. gin and tonics. Don't drink coffee.
2: Well, you love um, coke.
1: Well, probably the <laughs> caffeine that I like the most <laughs> and the sugar rush. But
2: okay, so the last question is always like a bit of a loaded question, but I think you can do it. You've been doing really good, by the way. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, knowing what you know about the beauty of relationship, I guess our relationship, what's what do you think is the most beautiful about our relationship?
1: That we love each other, have fun together, and we support each other and we've built a life together and we have child and we have a house and we have
2: thank you thank you for doing this i know it's really hard
1: <laughs> it wasn't that hard
2: actually <laughs> no it's,
1: it's fine thank you
2: thanks babe you're welcome okay, okay. bye everyone bye